0: confidant my musical autumnal I know that probably makes zero sense for you uh (laughs) confidants I am your host Kelsey Darrow welcome back to another episode (laughs) of confidently insecure the podcast where we're absolutely sure we don't know everything and I just finished watching the Tony's so I'm feeling very musical I'm feeling very creative I'm feeling very um what's another word for creative um (laughs) <laughs> insert other word for creative also if you're watching this on youtube.com slash Kelsey Dara you're noticing that I have my hair um situation happening this pixie cut is amazing don't get me wrong it's a dream cut I'm having so much fun with it it's been like something I've wanted to do forever and ever but god dang sometimes I just need to add on my eyeballs I've never had bangs before so I'm sure trying- I'm figuring out bangs so I keep just man bunning it like in the front like a little unicorn bun. And then I clip it. And I don't think that works because then it looks like I have some weird, strange blonde cinnamon roll on the top of my head. So then I've been kind of pushing the banks to the side. And I heard that there's this thing called the butt cut, which TikTok guys do, which they part their hair straight down the middle like this. If you're not watching on YouTube talk, youtube.com, you go see it, you're probably so confused, but I, I truly just, I'm figuring out bangs right now and i also realized this morning and i sent this text to eugene and matt um that i have the same haircut as their dog kim kim Bap. i think that's the name of the dog only met it once i've taken care of pesto and emma and i love them dearly but i don't i think kim Bap is the new one anyway we have the same hair huh glad i got all of that out of the way anyways this episode is just me your fave your confidant your one and only your truly me talking to you guys about something that, uh, has affected me every year for as long as I can remember, which is seasonal, uh, affective disorder or sad, or some people call it seasonal depression or uh, dark time depression or darky time sadness at this point, I'm just making it up. Um, and I felt like this year was the first time I'd really noticed it before it actually hit me. Like I knew it was coming and I was like, Oh, I better get in front of this. Before I'm in it, and then I am like down in the hole, and I'm trying to claw my way out. And so I rather I'm already on top of the hole, just kind of looking down, like oh, was I this in there? Mm-hmm. Hello. Um, it has always affected me, and I decided that I was going to make a list of things that I do to help prevent that anti fall depression. But before we get into it, before we get into the theoc girl of it. I have some housekeeping items. Yay, housekeeping. If you are a fan of the pod, uh, I've always had Confidently secure merch, but I sold it on so many different platforms and it was always, uh, either the quality wasn't good or they would sell out and they couldn't like refill it in an adequate amount of time. And so finally, I now have all the merch in my possession. And I finally, with the help of one of you confidants, put it up onto my website at KelseyDara.com You can buy the merch there. There's also, I think some anxiety queen merch there. And I think there's also some links that link out to thought catalog for like all the sensitive merch, the sensitive merch, while it is 100% IP mine or intellectually property mine, uh, thought catalog fulfills it and they deal with all the shipping and handling and all that stuff. So that's that that's number one is you can get confident, lean, scare merch. You can get a crop top. You can get a full tee, you can get a hat. I even think I might throw the stickers up there. I did do a thing on my Instagram where I was like, if you want a sticker, just send me your address. And I did that. And I did a big round of it. I did like 50 stickers. And then now I've got another batch. And I think the best thing to do is charge like literally a dollar. And then that way, it's just basically the cost of shipping, which I think is like $7 flat. I think $7 for a sticker is way too fucking much, but it really helps support the podcast. Uh, Your girl runs everything on her own except for our socials. Hey, what up Autumn and Brooke? Love you guys. Um, But yes, that is my announcement number one. My second announcement, which is another like huge big thing. I also don't know why I'm wearing headphones because I can't hear myself in the Anyways, okay. I took my headphones off. Um, this is a big deal for me because I've always, always had a really hard time asking for help when I need it. I tend to ask for help when I'm like um, flatlining and at my wit's end and pulling in favors from people that like. Then I ask ridiculous deadlines from because I'm always like, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm failing over here. I'm flailing and failing. Um, but again, your girl is growing up, and I am learning how to get in front of things before they suck me. Yeah. Or suck me at all. At least something's sucking me. Oh, but I'm, just kidding. Jared eats me out all the time. Um, anyway, so I'm looking for a creative assistant. Yes, that's right. Creative assistant. It is not exactly an executive assistant. It's not exactly a production assistant. It's something in between. Um, unfortunately, I'm so sorry. You have to live in LA to be able to do this because I do need to see you a few hours a week. I'm looking for someone to fill the position, eight to ten hours a week. It is a part-time gig, twenty-five dollars an hour. Uh, there's room for growth, and um, what does that entail? Uh, I really need someone who can handle like what is the five arms of my life, which tends to be the social media brand, um, the Swapsky's founder, the um, author, which covers like mental health and chronic pain content, uh, podcasts, duh, namely this one, the other one, Guilty Pleasures, although I don't really need much help with that. I don't really do anything except for just show up and talk shit about shit with my friends. Um, oh, there's a bug right here. I'm going to get it. Ah, did I get it? I don't know. Um, and what's the other part of my life? Oh yes. Like my, um, my business in the entertainment business is a lot different than my front facing personality that you get here online. So I have like scripted projects and writing projects that I take out with different showrunners and directors. Um, the Soraya documentary is currently what's called out. I'm making air quotes. The word out is like, it's out being sold right now. Well, we start next week officially. Well, by the time you hear this, it we'll it will have had our pre-pitch meetings and everything. So there's stuff like that that needs help, like organizing, talking to agents and uh, networks and confirming meetings and things like that. All of that to say, I do a lot of things. I've got a lot of help from a lot of great people online where they can help me handle stuff like social media and posting and things, but I need someone that could come in and like actually help me film stuff or like write proposals or outlines or vlog things and blah, blah, blah. So if that sounds like you, please hit me up. You can send me your resume, although I think resumes are so boring. I'm more so just interested if you know how to use like Splice or Final Cut or Premiere, preferably Premiere Adobe because I don't know Final Cut or I just don't like it. I think it's a mess. Um, do you know how to use G suite drive, Google drive? Do you know how to like airdrop things? I feel like this is all very basic shit. Ideally. I would love someone who's like, has a part-time job or is in school part-time and, um, wants to be in this industry. That's like my main caveat is like, I've been getting a lot of applications. People who are like, I'm a quick learner. I would love a job. And I'm like, yeah, but are you already obsessed with this industry and like want to be in it? Because I can help you be farther along than so many people. If you can work like behind the scenes here, I've been doing this 11 years. Oh my God. Okay. I feel like I'm like selling myself. Anyway, if you want to send me your resume or like I said, I think resumes are a little outdated and stupid. You just give me your credits and what you do and what you like to do. And you can send that to Kelsey at dot So that's Kelsey, my name, K E L S E Y. At swap Swapskis, S W A P S K I S dot co c o com. I've had a lot of people go, it didn't work, and I'm like, did you send it to dot com? That means you weren't listening. It's dot co, Swapskis co. Okay, um, now we can get into the theme, the episode, the conversation for today. And that is baby, the winter blues, another name for seasonal affective disorder or SAD, which is a form of depression. And it has a seasonal pattern, which usually starts in fall and can last until spring. So literally I feel like a motherfucking bear. I'm like ready to hibernate. Um, I don't know anyone that has it from like spring to fall because I feel like the sun is the whole revolving factor of like this. I don't know if I'm wrong about that. Let me know in the comments below. Um, uh, so basically now is the time where we're entering, getting closer to daylight savings. So as the days get shorter and colder outside, the lack of sunlight and, um, uh, events because things aren't like outdoors anymore. We're not going to the beach. We're not sitting in the park. Uh, it can leave you feeling sad and low energy. And you might even experience like physical changes in your sleeping or eating habits. Um, you usually want to sleep more, eat more, which is why I feel like a bear and most important, uh, or not most important, but most prominent, you tend to want to isolate. And I feel like the number one thing to know about S.A.D., even though it's like hysterical that the acronym for this is S.A.D., (laughs) it's not in your head. It has been linked to a biochemical imbalance in the brain caused by shorter daylight hours and less sunlight in the winter. So you're not fucking crazy. You don't like might not even realize it. You might be going through this period of time and you're just like, oh, I don't know why I feel this way. I don't know why I feel this way. And there's like a reason behind it. And it might not be your regular chemical imbalance or environmental, oh, I guess it is environmental, like past trauma imbalance. It might actually be just that time of year. And I feel like with this year, besides just it being another year of sad coming up we've also been doing this whole fucking pandemic thing and like we thought it was gonna get better and then everyone went outside again it got worse and now there's this like r1 variant and fucking the holidays are coming up so you know people can be traveling and it it, it's affecting us every day whether we're taking active time to think about it or it's in the back of our minds on our news feeds. Like it's it's happening to us every single day and we're already isolated from friends and family. And I'm just worried that it's gonna be worse this year for myself because it's things still aren't back to normal in terms of like traveling and seeing people on holidays and yada, 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 Um, Last year for this seasonal time, I actually got to go to my best friend Lacey's house. We drove cross country to be extra safe. Uh, We didn't get on a plane or anything. Um, and we lived in an RV and I felt like that was a fun adventure in the time of what I usually feel as sad, (laughs) feel as sad. Um, and I felt like I had a project, I had a goal, there was stuff to do. And so I found myself being okay last year, whereas this year now I'm like at home all the time, even though I did just come back from the woods (sighs) and Europe, but now I'm home for a bit. Um, So yeah, there's tons of factors that can like lead to why this year might feel like you got that little fall depression. You're feeling like a little crumply autumnal leave. And I usually really lean into the fall festivities because I feel like it, even though it's not my favorite season, um, there are things to be enjoyed about it. And so this episode is sort of like me telling you my secret tips and tricks, to making the best out of your SAD. (laughs) Um, And if you're wondering if you might have SAD, you should know that there are like pretty common symptoms that is like mirrors seasonal, uh, excuse me, mirrors regular depression and anxiety. Um, The same stuff you're gonna know is like your lost sense of interest in daily activities, um, changes in appetite and sleep and sex drive, uh, loss of energy, fatigue. this one I thought was interesting. A uh, side effect was increase in restless activity, such as hand wringing or pacing or slowed movements in speech. Interesting. Like I'm shaking my leg right now. I mean, I always have had restless leg syndrome, but I feel like maybe even more so when it gets dark out earlier, my leg gets starts going like a little motorboat. Um, so yes, if you're wondering like, maybe you feel like, oh my gosh, am I PMSing or something? Or am I having um, symptoms of anxiety and you can't really pinpoint it? Try and notice if there's been a pattern, like look back at your calendars this time last year. How were you feeling? What were you doing? What were you up to? Um, And most importantly, y'all know I'm not a doctor. Very proud about that. I feel like I could be in some facets of mental health, but go talk to your fucking doctor about this too. Like be in therapy if you can be, if you can't be, um, there are general practitioners who should be able to help you with this kind of thing too. Cause it, it is a diagnosable, um, I don't want to say trait. Is it a technically a trait? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if sad to trait. Cause it's one thing if you have like a chemical imbalance, but this is like a bio, biopsychosocial. Oh jeez, okay, that's too far. That's beyond my pay grade, and I don't even have one because I pay myself and I work for myself. But hey, if you want to work for me, you can email me at kelseyatopsies.co. Okay, so without further ado, here are my fixits of anti fall depression tips and tricks. Yes, okay. First, it might sound a little crazy, but baby, get a motherfucking sun lamp. Okay, so my boyfriend Jared uh, used to sleep like pull the curtains closed darkest day. He was also a DJ. So he stayed up really late and like black out his room and all that stuff. But when he started dating me, I was like, Oh no, bitch. In this house, we sleep with all the windows open. I go to bed when it gets dark and I wake up when it gets light. And so while it does get darker earlier, it will start being, uh, theoretically lighter earlier, but I also feel because it's winter, the weather is worse. So sometimes it feels like it gets darker earlier and it gets sunnier later in the morning. So my fix is if you are not getting enough sunlight in through your windows or like if you sleep with a partner or, you know, for some reason you just don't wake up with the sun, which I highly recommend trying to wake up with the sun, um, get a sun lamp. And I looked around. There's a lot of really pricey ones. We had a company once sponsor the podcast called Hatch. And I thought it was like a really smart idea and they didn't send me one. And I was like, how am I supposed to know? If those are good. Anyways, they only did like one or two ads. So bye, Felicia. Um, but there are really expensive ones on the play music. But then there's some on Amazon, which I know we don't want to like support Jeff Bezos. But if you're in a sticky situation where you just need something for your mental health quick fix, get type in the sunrise alarm clock. There's no brand. It's just called the sunrise alarm clock. And that thing will motherfucking shine like the goddamn sun. The first time Jared had it, I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm awake. <laughs> there is no way to sleep through this light. And you sleep is very important in all of this. And we'll get to like routine and such like that. But if you need help, just waking up because you find yourself either going to bed earlier or going to bed later, because you don't know what time it is. Um, check out the sunrise alarm clock. Next tip Speaking of all the sleep conversation, routine is so crucial at this time of year because I find myself waking up and if it's already sunny out, I'm like, oh my God, I already missed like my morning sunrise time. I usually wake up depending on the time of year and I'm not getting this plays into my sad. I wake up between six thirty and eight. So, I feel like during the months where I have a really busy schedule, I'm getting up at 6 30. Um, when I'm feeling my most depressed, I tend to get up around like eight, sometimes nine. If I'm like really sick, maybe 10. But that was something truly, and I wrote about this in my book, Don't Fucking Panic. I never thought I would be an early riser. I was like, it's just, it's never going to fucking happen. I'm so fucking tired. At 6 or 7 a.m., like there's no way I'm going to wake up. And I realized it was because there were so many factors contributing, uh, namely anxiety, alcohol, drinking, stress, um, staying up late, like just stuff that I had control over. And once I started to change it, waking up early actually became super doable. And there's not like an award. I'm not giving out a fucking prize because you can wake up early. I just find routine and getting up early and getting more done during the day, which the morning happens to be my productive hours is more helpful and beneficial for fighting sad. So if you're like better and more productive at night, like baby, this is your time. It gets dark at like 3 PM now, like fucking go off nocturnal night owl or an owl, like go do whatever, like th- I'm not trying to say people are better who wake up early. Just little caveat hat on that. Um, Okay. So I wrote down like what my routine looks like right now, especially since I moved into this house. Um, I was like new house, new routine. Like I'm just making it happen. And we have this gorgeous backyard that I want to make the most use out of. So this is my routine. I wake up between 630 on a rough day eight and I don't look at my phone. I go straight downstairs. So I like brush my teeth, pee and put on something comfy and I go straight downstairs and I make a coffee. And that's where I will allow myself to look at my phone and turn on like a podcast or something background noise to kind of get me revved up for the day. And I immediately make my go-to breakfast, which is one minute oats with blueberries and nut butter. And I feel like blueberries satisfies my little sweet tooth and nut butter keeps me fuller longer. And I think I've really been into cashew butter. Is it lately? Yes. I think it's cashew butter. Um, And then once I make my oatmeal and my coffee and my podcast is playing in the background, sorry, I have to take off my shirt. It's hot in here. Oh Christ. Um, I get right outside. So I get outside ASAP. I find the mornings to be serene AF. Um, I go sit in my backyard. I get on my little couch day bed thing and I start my morning routine of like First, I do the daily stoic journal, which asks a question every day. And I just write for a couple sentences. It's not long. It's not like a journaling prompt. It's just like one or two answers. Then I use my Oracle decks and I pull a card. I usually try to ask a question for the day. Like, what do I need to know about today? Or like, what's a phrase I need to remember? Um, I say it over and over a couple of times, really like implant that in my brain. It's sometimes a mantra so I can come back to it during the day. Um, and then I move my body Uh, I tend to lean towards like yoga in the mornings and depending on how I'm feeling, like I'll either turn on a yoga by Adrian, if I just need to like crack open everything, or, uh, if I'm feeling a little more jazzy, I'll turn on Boho beautiful. She tends to go a little bit more fast, a little bit more fast. That sentence doesn't feel right. Um, anyway, they're both free on YouTube. Um, and they both have apps that you can pay for if you want more work, but I tend to do the same like rotation of, types of videos from them, Um, usually like flows or like specific targeted areas, depending on how I slept that night. Um, Then I will be like, okay, I have done a full hour usually is what this takes of being to myself. And I haven't been on my phone and I haven't started to worry about the day yet. I haven't even thought about, I mean, of course I've thought about work, but I haven't actually done an actionable work item. So when I'm in the shower, if I need to shower, sometimes I'll be like, fuck it, I didn't sweat that much. I'm just putting on a cozy outfit and getting work for the day. I'll allow myself an hour in the morning to answer emails. And then I won't check emails again until after lunch. Because people tend to usually respond in the morning or on their break or right after their lunch break, like when they're back in the office with like their second wind. And so I try to limit refreshing or looking at my email between like nine and noon. I'll like try and write or get actual work done or film or whatever. There's always work to be done. Right. Um, so that is the importance of routine. That is my like morning routine. And I feel like, and I've said this before on the podcast is that routine gives me freedom. And it sounds like a contradiction, but truly the more you have time to yourself to prepare yourself for the day, the less chaotic shit feels. And I know I'm coming from a place of privilege. I don't have kids. I work for myself, but I could do that same thing if I worked at an office and I needed like, you know, an hour or two in the morning to myself or, you know, with kids, I can't fucking. I don't know. I don't know how they, how they work or function and I really don't want them. So I'm sorry if you have them. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad. I'm thrilled for you. But like, I'm sorry, I can't help you. But also maybe sorry that you have them. I don't know. I feel like we're all telling ourselves it's a joy and a privilege and all that shit. But okay, anyways. Um, so yes, establish a routine. And I would love to know what is part of your morning routine. Tell me in the comments below uh leave me a recommendation of course i'm someone who's like constantly being stimulated so if there is something new i could do onto my routine i would love to hear what you guys are doing um next on the list of beating your sad is it is all about the cozy cozy vibes baby Heige, huga whatever you want to call it i need you to stay cozy during this time and here's what i realized. And this is from going out to like one or two events um, in the last couple of weeks. Um, I went to the Dear Evan Hansen premiere. Oh my God, so excited. We were actually supposed to have someone from the movie to be on the podcast, but because I was in Yellowstone, they wanted it out that week that I was there. And I was like, well, I can't help you. So we didn't get to do it, but that's okay. Uh, we got to go to the premiere, and it was great. I love it, go see it. Um, but I realized after getting ready for these events and like then working during the day or whatever is when I am dressed up in a way that makes me feel uncomfortable, whether it be like tight fitting clothes or uncomfortable shoes or material that just doesn't feel good against my skin. The drop from like going from high fashion or like well-dressed, I mean, you can still be well-dressed and be cozy, but like uncomfortable wear to like, Oh, I just need to take everything off at the end of the day is such a big drop that, like, my clothes literally affect how my body feels. So, if I'm uncomfortable for like an hour and then I come home and I take everything off, I'm like tired for the rest of the day. It's literally like taking off like a chainmail suit of armor. And so, I have found that I am putting pieces in my closet that are only fucking comfortable. I am only living comfortable. So like right now I'm wearing skims on the bottom and a sports bra on top. And that's because it's Sunday and I'm at home by myself. But if I had to do some work meetings, I would put on this one brand that I've really been loving called final touch, which is super soft, super affordable stuff that looks nice on camera or looks good on a zoom screen. And you know, my next secret weapon is socks, bitch. If you have poor circulation, like I do and my feces are always freezing cold fuzzy socks with grips on the bottom are game changer. So like when I am done showering and I've done my body movement for the morning, my, my next thought is like, if I hadn't picked it out the night before, what is the coziest, but cutest version of what I need to get done in an outfit today available to choose. Um, if you're someone who can pick out an outfit the night before, highly recommend. I am not that person. Um, so yes, I am also a big fan of fancy leggings with patterns on them or silk pants because they feel like pajamas, but they're actually really fancy. Um, another thing about being cozy cozy is that I keep a lot of my skincare at my desk. So I've got like my doctor Jart's and my eye cream and like, uh, what's that one? The ordinary, uh, some, some, uh, good skincare stuff at my desk. So like throughout the day, I'm constantly like moisturizing or adding a little bit, like just one or two containers of my skincare routine nearby. So that at all times I can also make my skin really cozy. Um, and wear sunscreen every day. Duh. Okay. Moving on to next tip about beating your sad. And it's not about beating it. It's just about being kind to it. Fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. I can confirm this. I'm actually wearing Quince pants (gasps) right now. You are. They are so. They're they're loose. They're breezy. These babies have a button, a fly, drawstring, and elastic in the band, so I can like. I can dress them up. I can dress them down. Yes. They are, they're the perfect pant for summer, and I'm really comfortable as hell in them. Honestly, I am wearing the Quince 14-karat gold earring loop right now. Oh, my god! I know. I think it's so cute. It does not tarnish. It is so comfy, and I have sensitive ears, so I'm really loving this for my body. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Kelsey for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Kelsey to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash kelsey are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year? <laughs> you are talking to two sober Sallys. You know, Zach and I love to drink recess, zero proof craft mocktails because it's a guilt free way to unwind. It has 0% alcohol made with real fruit, only 25 calories or less, and it is sweetened with agave because y'all know I got that sugar addiction. It has incredible flavors. One of my favorites is the grapefruit paloma. The paloma is actually one of the last drinks I was drinking when I was drinking alcohol. So this is like a nice little nostalgia moment and it still feels really fun in my hand. And there's no reason we should be missing out on the partying either. It's such a good replacement for alcohol, a great drink for having in between alcoholic drinks, unwinding at home, at dinner parties, chilling on the couch. It is endless. Get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com Kelsey. So you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences being kind to your sad tip is keeping that bow day moving. And I'm not going to use the word exercise because I don't do that. I keep my body moving, which brings me to my next point that I have developed a severe addiction to the Oculus 2.5 or whatever the fuck it's called. The game beat saver, saber, saber. beat saber, which is essentially a lightsaber in each of your hands and you swipe them through different blocks and it's two music. And they've got like a Billie Eilish pack, a Skrillex pack. I was beat sabering to Kendrick Lamar. Like this thing is so fun and so addicting and it's cool because you're doing VR essentially. And I have never been more sore, like some of these routines sorry i have the hiccups right now um some of these routines like the machine has you squat the machine the oculus makes you like squat because to reach down you have to like get low and so i woke up and i was like oh my god why the fuck are my thighs sore?" i was like it's from beat sabering also sorry if you can hear that bass jared just started like blasting music downstairs i don't know why i thought he was at a meeting it sounds like a motorcycle but it's music Anyway, so keep that body moving. I highly recommend checking out an Oculus. Um, Jared's a tech nerd, so I'm lucky enough to where he got that and I just became addicted to it. And I was like, oh, this is mine now because um, otherwise I never would have fucking bought a VR headset on my own for what? Um, yeah, so keep your body moving in whatever function or form possible. Get a yoga ball to sit at your desk. Um, I have a standing desk slash standing mat, so I can just boop my desk up. I got it for like hundred fifty bucks on Amazon. I think I bought it used. Um, and my standing mat helps my knees. Uh, so just even if you're like walking while you do a phone call or like pacing your room, set a timer. Uh, there's like so many different apps you can put notifications on your computer to bloop up and remind you to fucking get up and also move your eyeballs around the screen. (laughs) Um, So yeah, keep that body moving. Next, I'm going to kind of fly through these last ones because otherwise I will never fucking finish them. Oh, look, see how funny is that? My watch just told me I just completed all of my movement rings for the day. That is so funny. The universe, she's cute. Um, Okay, so I put smells are crucial. So I... I found so much joy in aromatherapy. I have rollerball sticks, aromatherapy oils, reed sticks, scented candles, fucking air fresheners, not the ones that cause cancer, all around my house in different drawers. Like if it's my drawer in this house, you guarantee your ass there's something that smells good in there. Um, I uh, specifically have been using these reed sticks from Target that are oh my god they're so good this one is the lavender scented and they have little amethyst crystals at the bottom i'm obsessed um i've also got various different smelly good lotions around um but the one fun 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 thing about fall besides well thanksgiving (laughs) and halloween is how much better the smells are this time of year than any other fucking season. Like the pumpkin, the cider, the leather, the fire, the pine, the cottage, porn core, whatever it is meant to be splurged on. So I would give yourself permission to buy some of those fancy candles, some of those fun ones, um, get a fucking pumpkin spice latte, air freshener. I give a fuck, Actually, I had my first PSL the other day and it was really good. I was like, oh, fuck, I miss these. They have so much sugar in them. Whatever. Um, so smells. Yes, V important. Um. Color around you and your most lived spaces are so important. Everyone can point back to the Baker Miller experiment with inside the prisons where they painted the inside of the walls, millennial pink and the violence and depression went down. I have neon lights all around my office that are like hot pink, orange, yellow, neon green. Like I keep this bitch colorful and it's all subconscious shit. So get some color in your life, put a fucking poster up, make your phone background colorful, make your computer background colorful. I don't care. Just find something that sparks joy, not to be condoing right now, but find something that sparks joy inside of you with color and put it in your most visited area. So if you lay in bed most of the time, fucking put some shit in your bed that's colorful. Make your pillows colorful. Make your sheets golden. I don't give a fuck. Um, Yes, I like this one. Remind yourself that it's not going to be this way forever. I know more than anyone that when you get in those depressive states, it's almost like you're thinking more about the depression state than actually feeling depressed. You're just like, oh fuck, I don't want to be in this. Um, and remind yourself that this too shall pass. It's literally seasonal affective disorder, and it's not going to be this way forever. Um, I put this one down, even though I'm like pretty bad at it. Uh, I put limit the intake of watching television because my brain associates watching television with when the sun is all the way down. So, like, you know, 8:30, I put on my trash show and I'm like, I just am decompressing. But now, like I said, the sun goes down like fucking four o'clock and I'm like, oh, time to binge watch manifest or fucking, I watched the entire season of Squid Games this week on Netflix. It's very dark, very fucked up, had me feeling a type of way. Um And so I would just lightly, lovingly suggest watching that television intake because it is so easy. I mean, The Circle on Netflix, one of my favorite binge watches, they make that shit so easy to binge. I don't even know when it changes to the next episode because I'm just like, I'm just still here. I'm still watching. (laughs) Um, This next one, a little tricky. Put food in your body that feels good. Um, I have had such a back and forth with food. And I don't want this topic or tip to be triggering for people. Um, so I'm just going to leave it with put food in your body that makes you feel good. I don't care how it makes you feel good, whatever, emotionally, physically do what you got to do. And autumnal root vegetables are so fun. I just made roasted red pepper soup in my little blender, my little Ninja blender. Very fun. Get it. Highly recommend. Um, and talk to your damn therapist about this stuff. Like, talk to your friends, talk to your family. If you don't have a therapist, I completely understand it, it is a privilege. Um, but if you, use better help, not a promo, but, um, get just, it, it's a real thing. And if your therapist or your doctor brushes it off, they're a bad fucking therapist. And like, if you have the emotional bandwidth to educate them on it, maybe like print up some shit off Google and leave it at their doorstep and be like, I'm going to find a doctor who gets hit. Um, but yes, they might have tips and tricks. They might be able to recognize patterns about you. They might be able to say like, Oh yeah, last week you were feeling this. It's so nice to have a third party involved when you're dealing with mental health stuff. So just like as a general, okay. Um, this one also not a doctor, but what I found really helpful for me is taking a larger than normal dose of vitamin D every two weeks. So like every second Monday, no, every other Monday, is that how you say that? Whatever. I take a, big supplemental dose of vitamin D because everybody is vitamin D deficient. And now that we're staying inside and we're wearing coats and we're not getting that beautiful, beautiful, big old D all over us, baby, you got to supplement it somewhere else. So don't be afraid to look into how much vitamin D you should be taking. Your general practitioner can take your blood work and tell you that you're probably vitamin D deficient. Uh, You can buy some very trusted supplements online. Um, And I'm promising you that vitamin D could be a big game changer for you. Just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> uh, okay, and I really like this one. Is uh, I like how I say these as if I didn't come up with them. I'm like, I really like. Ooh, this is a good one. I found. It's like I I wrote these earlier and just for, forgot kind of what the fuck I wrote. Um, This is also the time of holiday season. And so things can be very stressful and it can feel like, oh, the one time I get a vacation off of work during the sad season is I got to go visit my fucking family who I don't get along with, or my creepy uncle, or, you know, I got to go to Thanksgiving and do this shit. Like do what you want for a fucking holiday vacation. Like take, take, a vacation if you want. Last year was the first time I didn't go home for Christmas, which had nothing to do with my family. I actually love spending the holidays with my family, but I just wanted to go be with my best friend in the woods while she was pregnant. Like that's what I wanted to do. So I fucking went and did it. And you have that choice. Like people can guilt trip you, but it's, it's not your business. What anyone thinks about you, even your fucking mom. I'm just saying that. So use the time of this year because there are going to be holidays. Work will let up for a couple days choose how you want to use that time as you fucking want to. And I promise you, you know, it's worth it. The guilt trips and the rah, 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 rah from the family is worth it. If you want to go be with not your family, I'm just gonna say that. Okay. Um, there's also just like the normal component of this that I don't really have to touch too deeply on because it needs to be like its own segment and, and tip, but like there is there's also just like the mental health component of this, right? Like these are all active things we can be doing, physical things, routine, movement of body, you know, smells, sights, sun lamps, all these things. But like, there is also just the mental health component to this. That is just going to be something you are feeling like you're fighting against the entire time, because it is, like we said, a biopsychosocial reaction to the environment. And so- be just a little bit kinder to yourself and carving out time daily to change your thoughts. Like this is not an easy thing to do. And I understand why we like package and compartmentalize things because this is hard and not everyone has luxury of like having five minutes a day every couple hours to do this. But like, I have to actively catch myself in a thought repetition pattern or like a toxic thought that keeps coming back to me. And I have to do what I need to do to reverse that thought and get it out of my brain. So whether it's like writing it down and scratching it out and writing the truth or writing the reverse of it or asking myself, why do I think this? Or like talking it out loud to myself in the mirror. There is that mental health component of it where if you're spiraling into intrusive thoughts or negative thoughts or uh, rumination, which I suffer from the most, oh my God, rumination is my fucking enemy see, even right there, I was like, Oh, it's my enemy. But instead I can be like, it's my brain trying to protect me. It's trying to remind me of something. It's trying to work something out. So thank you brain. Like, even though I don't need it right now in the middle of like recording this podcast, I hear you. I see you. I accept. Thank you for that vital information. And I'd like to move on. (laughs) See, that's what I do throughout the day, multiple times a day to myself in my head that like, is the work of reversing these thoughts. And then you got the double compound of not only having mental health issues, maybe if you do, but then you add sad on top of it and it's just like twice the work. And so just being a little bit kinder to yourself, knowing that things are going to be harder work right now, Um, but you're going to be prepared because you're going to be wearing your cozy socks and you're going to have your pumpkin spice, motherfucking latte and candle right next to you. And so you can do this. Um, and so that's my list, my dear, sweet, 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 so cozy confidants, cozy confidants. I like that. Um, I don't even know how long I've been recording. It could be no time at all. It could be way too fucking long, but that's my list for you. And I'd love to know what you think in terms of what you use. What do you do? Um, do you have any ideas? Do you have any recommendations? Drop product links. I don't know. This is our space. We can do whatever the fuck we want. And I hope you go into this week knowing that you do have so much strength. You'll never understand how strong you are. You'll never know how smart you are. You'll, ne- like, you'll never know because you are your you know biggest block. You are your biggest enemy sometimes. And you will survive this you absolutely can and you will and know that things are going to be tough baby we're going right back into retrograde when does it come on when does it happen oh god it was when when was it did it already happen oh jesus oh my god it was today fucking christ it happened today <laughs> so don't like sign any big contract like don't buy a house right now and if you do have like three people read the contract it's just about checks and balances baby it's just about checks and balances oh my god we're in retrograde sad. I love that um peace be motherfucking with you and pumpkin spice lattes my sweet confidants i love you and i will speak to you next week but i forgot to tell you don't rate this five stars don't <gasps> i mean do don't forget to rate this five stars on itunes if you don't give it five stars please don't write it at all because i am sensitive tony award-winning sensitive um speaking of sensitive you can get the merch now on kelseydera.com you're gonna find the sensitive merch there, you're gonna find the confidently insecure podcast merch there, you're gonna find anxiety queen merch there. You might even find some really sexy pictures of me that I just put on there in case people need to know what I look like. Or need headshots and maybe various things. Okay, I've been talking too much now. I love you. Bye.